Dooby dooby doo. Dooby 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 doo. That's the one I want. Okay. <clears throat> Count me in. Three, two, four. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast, broadcast to anybody who wants to hear it. Yes, as if I wasn't on the radio enough, uh, we put out this one-hour program uh, every week and have done for the last uh, 150 years. And if you want to go onto our website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk, there are literally hundreds of hours of shit. Go and have a listen. Who was that man who actually devalued the company that he worked for by saying that his jewellery was absolutely appalling? Excuse me one minute. Hey, girls, I'm working. All right? No, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? What? You're not to do doggy wrestling while I'm on the air. No. You're going to hurt each other. No. Can we stop now? Rackman's. Hmm. Or something like rat ratners. That's the one. Ratners, yeah. So uh, I don't know why I brought that up. So maybe I shouldn't say this is a huge. I mean, I don't know what this is. We just sit here and I talk about some of the things that. Um, excuse me, I've got the dogs in the room. Can we? No, can we stop this now? I'll bring back the ghost of Barbara Woodhouse. Sit, walkies. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, 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 I haven't got time. I have to do this in one take. There is no time to re-record this. Will you stop it? Oi! Oi! Stop now. Or I'll get on the floor and start playing with you. Don't you look at me like that. Right, sorry, where were we? Uh, Ratners. Oh, yeah, Ratners. Uh, So this is probably the most uh, perfectly crafted uh, piece of broadcasting material you will ever, ever here. This is a well-honed piece of radio history, just that... Can you stop it? I don't know what's wrong with them today, I really don't. Um, I'll put them outside and then they'll yell. Uh, Where was I? Rob, come on, you're the producer, for Uh, goodness sake. This is a a very well-crafted piece of history, you were about to say. Yeah, exactly. This is a w- w- radio history. Radio, radio history. history. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where the broadcaster sits down well... Uh, whoa, gosh, what's that? I think it's a spider. Uh, well, they're doing it again. If it gets too much, tell me, and I'll go and deal with them. Um, well-versed in... Uh, what were... F- gosh, yeah. Uh, well versed in uh, in the, uh, the, 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 the the issues of the day. That's That'll do. Right. Can you edit all this? I'll have to, yeah. Yeah, good, fine. Um, so that's what we do, and of course, I, I do a slightly more um, sophisticated version on talk radio, Monday to Thursday, seven in the evening till ten. Uh, this is slightly off piste, I would say. Um, and the news stories, are, of course, are, are, are rampant and uh, continuing on. 
And the main story, of course, is uh, is Brexit. When are we going to get rid of this Brexit thing? I mean, it just is the most... It's ridiculous. It's getting worse. Now there's the possibility that there was uh, um, ill ill-doing during the referendum maybe one side spent more than they should have nobody knows at the moment there is an investigation with the national crime agency that's the uh, british equivalent by the way of the fbi uh they're very secretive but they're they're investigating it and apparently even if there has been some um uh, misdoings is that that's not really the right word is it that's something the dog does isn't it yeah. So anyway, you know, if there's been some, there isn't anything law that says there has to be the rerun of the referendum. So here we are. There is a possibility that the referendum was not fair and whatever the word is, just. Yeah, fair. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't run properly. But that doesn't mean it can be done away with. So that's ridiculous, isn't it? That is absolutely ridiculous. So uh, there we are. Uh, Brexit is never going to happen anyway. Probably we're going to be told it happened. Probably everybody thinks it's going to be happening. But, you know, we can't actually afford to get rid of some of the deals we've had with our closest partners over the past 40 years. The whole thing, I'm not even going into it anymore. The whole thing is a mighty cock up. And if you're one of those people who voted for Brexit and you felt, you, you know, you felt, well, we're going to take back control of the borders and we're going to be able to make more people work and we're not going to waste so much money. Well, I'm sorry, but you've been misinformed. And if you're one of those remainers who went on and on about how you, you were misinformed too. I mean, there should have never, never have been a referendum without having informed the public, you and me, about the consequences of leaving the European Union. Now, if I had found, and I'm I'm fairly open-minded, if I had found there was concrete evidence, or any evidence for that matter, to prove that it would be far better for the United Kingdom to leave the European Union, I would have been at the top of the Brexiteer list. But there isn't. So far, we've wasted a few billion quid, which, had we not decided to leave, would still have been in the coffers. The economy of this country would have been better. Yeah, you know, there were people who said, oh, well, as soon as we vote to leave, everything will go mad. And go of course, that was rubbish. Of course, you know, nothing is really going to change dramatically until we do a crap deal or any sort of deal, or leave, the. then things will get nasty, trust me. And it's already happening. People are already leaving, relocating their offices and their businesses. They're waiting for the, 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 the thing to actually happen next March, and then we will see a difference. And some people, the Brexiteers say, well, I don't really care. It's not about the economy. It's about sovereignty. What the f*** is sovereignty? Look, it's just bollocks. I'm sorry. But it is. And if if there was anything really to be gained from leaving the European Union, I would have wanted to do it years and years ago. By the way, I have no love of the European Parliament. I think they're far too bureaucratic. I think they need a good slap. I think also the British MEPs are weak and useless. And I think the governments since Margaret Thatcher have also been weak and useless. If only Margaret was still here with us. Well, there we are. We can't have everything, can we? Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. I do know that if we hadn't taken this ridiculous step, and David Cameron, who's gone and hidden, run for the hills, hidden away, we've not heard from him, or his wife, Sam Cam, who everybody thought was marvellous. Oh, dear, what a couple. Look, quite frankly, David Cameron will be remembered throughout history 
for doing this to this country. And he, he should have known better. He was too weak. I interviewed him once before he became prime minister, and he was an incredibly weak man. Well, he is a weak man. Has the limpest handshake of anybody I have ever shaken the hand. Oh, no, 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 I tell a lie. I shook the hand of the director general, the current director general of the BBC, whose name is what? I can't remember. Lord something or other. Hall. Yeah. Lord Hall. Yeah. Yeah. And he came round to one of the radio stations I was working on, came up and uh, shook my hand. I had no idea what I was talking about. And uh, very just like, like a, a piece of fish. No effort. You know, no effort at all. None at all. In fact, here's, here's a bit of hot news for you guys. I am going to apply for the job of Director General of the BBC next time it's up. Okay. They're, they've not been... We had Greg Dyke. What did he know about it? We had Lord Hall. What's he know about it? I mean, who... Director General of the BBC needs somebody like me, surely. So it'd just be all like night TV, then, will it? Well, I don't know. No, I know about other stuff. Early breakfast TV, then. Don't be such a smug bollock. Listen, I have been in the media working as a broadcaster on both television and radio for over 40 years. Have you ever been on a primetime TV show? Big Brother. Yeah, okay. It's not the BBC. Uh, the pyra- not, was it the Pyramid Game? Um, oh, uh, yeah, I've been on loads. You bet. I beg your pardon? You bet with uh, Matthew Kelly. I was on that. Mm. Well, there we are. Through the keyhole. Through the keyhole. Okay. Loose women. Yeah, let's move over that. Good morning, Britain. Mm-hmm. Sky News. Now we're going early again. Well, these are all primetime programmes, aren't they? Primetime for who? I was in Zed Cars. Doctor Who. I was in Softly Softly. Doctor Who. Bless this house. Look, I am probably the best qualified person to be the Director General of the BBC. Yeah. And I will sort out their problems at their local radio stations. I will sort out all the problems the BBC have. In fact, I was talking to somebody the other day who, uh, who, who's quite apparently quite high up in the broadcasting world, uh, who is about 12 and a half years old, uh, who was talking down to me, as uh, a lot of these, these people do, uh, and said, oh, well, when did you start? I said, before you were born. Oh, you haven't progressed. No, I do. I, this is what I want. I never want to progress. Now I'm going to have to take over the running of the BBC because it needs a good kick up the bloody ass, doesn't it? When are you, when are you campaigning for it then? When's you, when's you leaving? Oh, I don't need to campaign. I should just be done. The amount of time I've spent working in the media, I should just be given the job. I shouldn't even have to apply for it. I hear he's coming back, David Cameron. Coming back from where? I don't know. He, he says he wants the job of uh, foreign secretary when the current prime minister quits or leaves. He's not even a politician. He can't have it. Well, he, he, he resigned his seat as a politician. He will never in a billion years get elected again. You made that up. Well, I saw it on a newspaper the other day. I'm sure I did. No, you didn't. You don't read newspapers. Well, I was online. Yeah, well, it, somebody's just winding you up. David Cameron resigned his seat. He's not an MP anymore, is he? Well, he can, he can reapply for his Google seat. Google it. Who would, who would vote for him again? Uh, is his mother still around? Oh, shut up. You're just being ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, and this person said to me, oh, I don't even think you're in the, in the Radio Hall of Fame. I don't even know what the Radio Hall of Fame is. Look, I don't get, I don't get uh, a war. I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested in all that sort of thing. 
I really don't care about it. I like doing a radio show. Unfortunately, the way things are going, it may have to be a pirate radio station before long, because I think, quite frankly, the media is going to be made so vanilla, so bland, so inconsequential. And this is all the little snowflakes and all the people who moan about things that upset them. Uh, when everybody says, well, let's, we don't want to upset anybody. We've got to have safe spaces. Um, and, and we can't, you know, students mustn't be upset in case they cry and all that. When all that's done, the, exactly what the politicians want. So there is never, ever going to be any voice raised in dissatisfaction again because it might hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> You'll have to be quick then. Why? I'm, I'm sure they're trying to set up an Ofcom for the internet world. No. Mm. Uh, we might as well just give up. And pirate radio stations are a thing of the past, and no one uses FM anymore, do they? Well, I'm glad I had my time when I did them. What's going to happen to the media? I need to be the Director General to sort this out. Why don't I apply for the next job as Chairman of Ofcom? Now, that would be the better job. Do you think so? Just let everything go through. Within reason, there are certain things I uh, I don't think should be allowed. You know, people being rude to animals and uh, sickos putting up pictures of themselves abusing animals and stuff like that. You know, there, there will be control, don't worry. Okay. But there will be special stations allowed uh, that, that uh, people will be warned, you know, this this is a bit raucous. I've just been, actually, just before I started this, I was listening to a, another radio station, which I, I've become a big fan of, a music radio station. Uh, they were playing The Prodigy and uh, Champions of London. Oh, it's great. I don't think I've heard that one. No, probably not, because you don't, you know, you only know things from Steps, don't you, and uh, Little Mix. I mean, that's the, uh, that's the standard of music you like. Funnily enough, I have been to a Little Mix concert. I don't want to listen. I don't want to sully this radio podcast with that. Have you broken wind? Oh, <clears throat> sorry. She only does it when she loves you. That's nice. Mm. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe Ofcom. Anybody knows how you get elected to be Ofcom? I think it's more than one person, isn't it? Well, no one person can be that stupid. I think it's a collective group of stupidity. Well, I don't know. I mean, you can't you can't say that. We might get this podcast closed down. Not at the moment, but in a few years' time, maybe. Well, then we have to be leaders. We have to be there. Actually, this is the thing that's really beginning to annoy me intensely. I mean, having said that, I, I had a chat with a lady from um, a feminist organisation whose name has gone out of my mind on, on my show on Talk Radio the other night. She was charming, by the way, and we, we agreed with everything. Um, the police are not going to uh, want to, to, or haven't got the manpower to, investigate crimes of misogyny. And, of course, our wonderful media has, uh, oh, it's going to be a crime to wolf whistle at people and uh, to say, you know, to, well, if, if somebody wolf whistles or follows a, a woman or a woman, you know, it could be either way, but it generally happens to be men because they are the hunter-gatherers, aren't they? You can't say that. They're, they're no longer the hunter-gatherers. Well, the, yeah, but it's inbuilt in your brain. You can't stop that. Okay, I'll let that one slide. You know, because it is the man who goes into the woman, not the woman who goes into the man. So it's 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 all down from that. No, no, that's changing as well. Is it? Mm. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so uh, they can't 
you know, they, they haven't got the time to investigate these things. But nobody wants, unless unless you're a bloke who is really stupid, and there are some stupid guys. We've all met them. We've all seen them at parties. Who They go up and talk to a lady. And this we're just talking about heterosexual relationships. It happens in the gay world as well. But, you know, somebody goes up and talks to someone who's not interested. And you, you and I, because we're fairly normal, would know if you were chatting to somebody who was not interested, you would go away, wouldn't you? After the first f- off, yes, I would. Yeah. Yes, but I hope you heard it there. But there will there will be those people, and we've all seen them, who just do not read the signs, or they're just too thick. I can think of quite a well-known chap who used to be a politician, who used to, well, I better not, who has no idea how annoying he is. He invades your space, he stands too close, he, he can't tell when somebody's fed up with talking to him. He's an absolute twat. Do I have to guess who it is? No, because he might sue you. Okay, for being a twat? Right. Yeah, we're just for saying it. Um, and I've, I've watched him just continue, and I've even said to him quite away, I said, you know that, that, you know that person doesn't really like you. He said, what, what are you talking about? Of course they do. I said, no, they wanted to get away from you. They wanted to move away, and you kept sort of holding them back. Why not just read the signs? They're not interested in you. Oh, don't be silly. So that, that's the sort of thing when it gets, but it can't be a crime. But the crime is, you know, a guy who wants to take, or, you know, wants to take a picture up a woman's skirt. Now, this is a, a fairly new thing, of course, since um, all phones have cameras in, this called upskirting. But that in itself is a crime. That's a sexual assault. And I would like, if I saw some bloke doing that in the supermarket, in the street or something, I'd probably kick the phone out of his hand, wouldn't you? I wouldn't just stand by and watch it. I'm sorry, I can't do that. Annoyingly, though, you'll probably be done for assault. Not if the bloke... Well, I don't really care, to be honest with you. But yeah, it's worth it, though, isn't it, getting being done for assault? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if, if, you know, I saw a bloke who was uh, behaving like that or who was bothering a woman and refusing, you know, so, sometimes a bloke stands in front of somebody and says, uh, no, oh, sorry, darling, what's your name? Oh, come on, give us your name. What's your name, darling? Cool, lovely looking lady like you, I'd like to take you out. What's your name? And she's trying to get away. You're going to say something, aren't you? I mean, I, ju- I just, uh, so these are, these are, you know, the upskirting is fairly new, but there are still laws there and the police can deal with it. But we've been made to think that, you know, oh, uh, well, you can't whistle at one. Who would want in their right mind? Now, when I was a kid, when I was 16, I worked on a building site and we spent a lot of our time whistling at girls walking past. Disgraceful behaviour. And it wasn't done in well, you know, it was it was it was playful and and actually people probably uh, expected it when they walked past. And some women got very upset because they didn't get a whistle. But you couldn't and wouldn't do that now because society has changed quite rightly, actually, in my view. Mm. I mean, it might even be to a, a like if I'm if I'm waiting to get into a lift and the only other person waiting to get into the lift is a youngish woman, I don't think I get into the lift. Yeah, you take the stairs. Yeah, because I would be concerned that she would be concerned, particularly if you look like me. Let's face it, I don't really look like I sound, do I? Yeah, you sound really nice and cuddly and fluffy and jolly. Mm. Yeah. But in effect, I look like a nightclub bouncer. Yeah, without the bow tie. So there we are. So anyway, uh, I how did I get onto this conversation when all I really wanted to talk was this big problem of penis fillers? What? 
This this new problem that men, are, you know, women have spent an enormous time with fillers, filling um, bits in their head and having their lips pumped up. Well, the new rage is men having injections into their penis mm. to make it thicker. You don't have to go to that sort of extent. You can get those pumpy things, can't you? No, no, no. This is a lot of guys, and I can't understand. It's like guys who have to have hair transplants. I mean, I'm not very understanding about this because I've, I've, you know, I, I mean, I'd like to lose a few pounds. I'd like to get back in the gym and tighten a few things up, but I don't care, really. At some point, you have to realise that there's no point. Well, I mean, looking at you, you don't care either, do you? Oh, I gave up years ago. I could see that. But does it does it affect your day, the fact that you think you've got a small dick? As long as there's someone to use it every now and again, I'm happy. There we are. But apparently a lot of guys who... I've got, I've got no confidence. I don't have any confidence. So I'm going to get injections in my dick and make it bigger, and then I'll be able to go in. Well, how many people walk around with it slapping around? I mean... You can't make it any longer. You can only make it thicker. So if it is quite small and you make it thicker, it's going to look a lot shorter, isn't it? Yeah, like a tin of beans. What? It's not very tall, is it, but quite fat. Well, tin's the same size the world over, a bit like penises. Um, oh, some are bigger, but very few. Does what? that mean it always stays big? All the time with the fillers. The fillers can't go anywhere, can they? They have to always. No, I think it lasts. It. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do the thing up and down thing, unless it's. But um um yeah, I, I presume it stays thick. Right. I mean, I was blessed with one of those when it's not in a usable mode. It hides away. You know, it's not even there, and it's so much better. So much easier to live with. Because, you know, some of them that uh, look a little bit like an elephant's trunk yeah. and hang around the whole time, those never really, they never stand to attention. Yeah, you pass out, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. Why would you pass out? Well, the blood goes one direction away from your head. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but that, that was going to be my topic of conversation today. Uh, and incidentally, listen. You've got what you've got. Just get on with it. You know, you don't need... What do you want? You're not wanting to be a porn star or anything. You don't... You'll find somebody who likes you for you. And it doesn't matter what you've got. Why would you want to go somewhere to have someone grab hold of you and shove a needle in you? In the same way that people want to go and have it stuck in their lips and, you know, have have all your wrinkles on your face. God, it would cost me a fortune. That's fine, but not not there. Not, not down well, there. Well, I wouldn't want to have it done there, no. But Ooh. there are people because they don't have... And this is what I can't understand. You know, it's a thing. It's a mental thing. I don't have confidence. But you're not walking around naked, are you? Listen, let's cut to the chase. I'm sorry if this offends you. But if you get to the situation, guys, where you've got a, a woman and you're in... You know, you've got her to agree to the business, okay? Right? Yeah. And you do it and she takes one look, bursts into fits of hysterical laughter... Yeah. She's not the woman for you. She's not the woman for you. And quite frankly, a woman who behaves like that, you wouldn't want to uh, carry on with anyway, would you? No, but, uh, you know, she's the woman for you for that night, though. You wouldn't, you wouldn't throw out the door. No, would you? obviously she's not. Because she thinks you are uh, under endowed and doesn't want to, and just laughs at you. So, no, she's not a nice person. And, um, and, and you're better off without her. So, don't worry about it. 
I am right. You're always right, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm always right. Have you had it, had any many many laughters in the bedroom? I'm 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 normal. I don't think I'm I'm I don't think I'm extra small or extra large, as they would say. I'm just sort of normal. Doesn't bother me really, one way or the other. The motion is more in the ocean. It's it's the way that you use it, rather than rather than whatever you know. It's a song title there, and I couldn't think what it was. I've had a bit of mine chopped off. Well, actually, if you were born in the 50s and 60s, most male babies then had it chopped off anyway. I don't think you could do that now. No, you can't, no. And 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 I am told, I don't know, because, you know, I have had the same thing, but I, I am told that that has destroyed the amount of sense, sensitivity that you can enjoy during a sexual encounter. And may, maybe, I don't know, but maybe there is some sort of... Um, uh, some payback coming to those of us who were perhaps considered to have been mutilated as children. I can imagine the uh, the phone calls we're going to get. Were you circumcised as a child? You may be entitled to compensation. Well, would it, you wouldn't call it PPI, would you? You'd call it... Um... <laughs> well, it is PPI almost. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, it's just a thought, isn't it? Uh, right, listen, before I get into any more trouble, let's have some music. Uh, Heaven is the ba- brand new track uh, taken from a new EP from Crimson Death versus Pixie Guts. <laughs> no. It's Haven, I think. Is it? Yeah. Is that Shaven Haven? No, it's just Haven Haven. All right, okay, this is a band. Uh of obviously a band. This is a new track taken from their EP. Crimson Death versus Pixie Guts.
Haven and uh, Crimson Death versus Pixie Guts. Not what you... <laughs> Mind you, I like Prodigy, so there we are. Why would you call yourself Crimson Death versus Pixie Guts? <laughs> that is the most disgusting name for a band. And why would you have a track called Haven? If they, were, if they, they had a track out called Kill the Shaven Haven or something. Kill the Shaven Haven. Yeah. That's a good name for a band, actually. Actually, it takes me on to that, that story about the bloke from the Waitrose magazine that's upsetted vegans and now he's resigned his job. I mean, what a lot of twaddle. The bloke made a, a, a pretty tasteless joke, if you like, but I would like to know the sort of little, um, the, the, the little snowflake uh, pretend journalist who actually made this email that was sent in privately because he was trying to get a job who made it public, because let's face it, nobody's going to want to employ him in the future, are they? So tell me what actually happened then. What did he do? Well, this is a story you've not heard of. No, I, it wasn't. On a the man news. who says that David Cameron is coming back, he wants to be the next Home Secretary, uh, which is an impossibility, never going to happen. But you haven't heard of one of the main news stories where the editor of Waitrose In-House Magazine, or wherever it is, I won't be going to Waitrose again, um... I've never been anyway, so it doesn't really bother me. Uh, it, a journalist was looking for a job and wanted to do something, I don't know what, uh, wrote this guy, sent this guy an email, and the editor sent back a very uh, um, <laughs> sarcastic email saying, what we really need is some kind of, some kind of article on uh, how to kill vegans. Um, and he lost his job for that. I mean, he's not, you know, nobody's seriously suggesting that all vegans should be killed, are they? Obviously not, but the uh, the, no. comment, the David Cameron thing, I, I didn't say Home Secretary, I said Foreign Secretary. Whatever you said was bollocks. Okay. Well, it was in the paper. It wasn't. I didn't read it. Well, would you like me to send you a copy of the paper? Yeah, I would like you to... to why don't you text it over to my phone now and let me have a look? Okay. So I could read it out. And you didn't hear this story? Um, but, uh, so this, this journalist who, who was trying to get a job was so upset and so traumatized by this whole thing that he made it public. And this bloke then was forced to resign because Waitrose didn't want to upset all the vegans. Sorry about the gaps in sound. I'm, I'm looking it up what? on the internet for you. Hang on a second. Can, can what do you mean hang on a second? We haven't got time for this. I've got to go out. All right. I'll send it to you later then. No, I want to do it now. I want to. I want to prove that you're talking bollocks. Okay, hang a second. What? I'm, I'm looking it up. Give me a second. All right. Okay. David, somebody's licking my foot, it's and it's not... very, very nice. Uh, Hello, Daisy May. Is that you? Or do you want to go in there? Go on under the table. Go on in there. Go on. Come on, baby. What a horrible world we live in. I'm so glad I've got dogs. The Guardian. Say again. The Guardian. Oh, God, you don't read the bloody Guardian. It's not even a it's, real newspaper. It's in all the newspapers. It's I'm reading the one from The Guardian as it happens. David Cameron wants to return to politics. There we go. That's the headline. Yeah, he, he wants to that. come back as Foreign Secretary because he's bored shitless. It's a non-story. He's not even a member of Parliament. Yeah, well, obviously he'll get himself elected first. Who would vote for David Cameron after what he's done for this country? I don't... Brexit news. David Cameron may return to UK politics as Foreign Secretary, the Express. I'm telling yeah, you, it's big that, news. Where have you been? That, that is 
just made up bollocks from newspaper editors trying to sell a few more papers. You just say, oh, we've heard little green men have landed in the middle of Manchester. Have you? Well, who told you that? I don't know, but we heard it, so we thought we should tell people. All right. It was a close friend source. Close friend source. Here's a, here's a close friend source. I predict that David Cameron will never go back into politics. I, I, I assume that you'll probably be right. What do you mean you assume I will probably be right? Well, it's, it, you're probably right. Yeah, I think it's about time you did something. I've done all the work. You do tech talk. Okay. Uh, Facebook ha- got hacked and 81,000 messages are available to be bought for 5p a message. I would like to catch the people who did this and who are selling it and put them in front of a firing squad. That's blackmail. 120 million accounts got hacked and 81,000 messages are available to buy. And so presumably some of those messages are embarrassing to some people. Yeah, usually you get us things saying, uh, or if people have been sending videos or photographs themselves or whatever, you get an email (laughs) saying, we'll release this to all your friends in the uh, Facebook list unless you pay us a Mm. lot of money. You must be really broke by now. I, uh, I I just tell everyone straight, you know, what I'm up to and uh, what I do. Yeah, openly I've put shared. it on. I've put it on before and after fillers. <laughs> this is yes. Can you use any kind of filler? No, people have been using Vaseline, injecting it into their dicks, and it can really do you harm. In fact, people have been doing it themselves at home. And this is why the story came out. If you've got to do it, you need to go to a proper plastic surgeon who does it properly. Uh, But it really, it's going to cause you more problems than uh, it's not. So quite frankly, I would leave it alone. Leave it alone and embrace it. Uh, Bitcoin is now 10 years old this week. Is it? Mm. Well, I haven't got any, so I don't care. I haven't got any either, because someone can tell me what a Bitcoin is now you get one. I'd love to know. You just buy one, don't you? I don't, where can you buy a Bitcoin from? You can't go to a shop and buy a Bitcoin, can you? Oh, I've got a message. Hang on. Oh, I've got a message. It wasn't me. On my phone. Wasn't it? No. Okay. Um, all right. Go on, then. So Bitcoins is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Bitcoins is for criminals. Oh, hang on. My phone's ringing. It's you. <laughs> Hello? Hello? This is not going to work. You phoned me. I did not. Well, I got a message to ring you. That might have been at three o'clock in the morning. All right. <clears throat> Little thing came up on the iPhone to say, you missed a call from Rob. Okay, well, it wasn't me then. Your phone yeah. is so old, it's... Uh, <laughs> no, my phone's new. I only just got it two weeks ago. Well, it is a, an iPhone 6, though, isn't it? And they're on 10. No, it's a 6S. Oh, well, there we go, then. That's okay. Yeah. What do I need more from that for? I only, you know, take photographs of... Yeah, yeah, moving on. Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. So, anyway, I, I think these people who uh, who are blackmailing... And, and, and quite frankly, Facebook should, uh, should have uh, more about themselves than allowing themselves to be hacked like this. So uh, if you're a criminal, you've probably got bitcoins. Uh, I haven't got any. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying if you're a criminal. I'm just saying in general, if, if you're a criminal, oh. you've probably got bitcoins. Criminals or, have bitcoins. That's right. But criminals have bitcoins. Okay. Um, the EU plans to test uh, artificial intelligence lie detectors at borders now, so it's going to ask you questions and detect whether you're lying. If it thinks you're lying, then it's going to give you a human to talk to. 
Really? Yeah, so it's going to say, did you pack your suitcase yourself? And you're going to go, yes, I did. And they go, I think you're lying. Wait there a second. I mean, I've always wondered when, you know, you go through customs and they say, did you pack this yourself? Are you hardly going to say, no, my mother packed it for me, are you? I did. That's one of the things I did do. Nobody told me. I went to Spain. (laughs) And the woman said, did you pack this suitcase yourself? And I said, well, it's most of it, yeah. But my friend threw a few things in as well, you know. (laughs) You didn't say that. (laughs) She then said, did you ever leave your suitcase unattended? I said, yeah, yeah. I left the room several times with it in. (laughs) (laughs) No one told me I was supposed to lie and say, yeah, 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 just to get through. Mm, yeah, we've got control of our borders, that's for sure. Um, I got the yellow page. Did you get yellow pages this week? No. I got it. It's really thin, really, really thin, and I gave it to the dog. Loved, loved chewing the yellow pages. Yeah. Is, have, we, have we got over this thing where they're charging businesses now or not? No, that's still going on, yeah. So you, if you're uh, – that's not the yellow pages. That's the BT phone book. Oh, is it? All right, okay. The yellow pages, this, this is the last ever yellow pages. Mm. Um, well, it's unnecessary anyway. I don't know why they brought one out. Joe, years ago, you used to get these uh, strong wrestlers on the TV ripping yellow pages in half. Well, they're not going to be able to do that anymore, are they? Well, because they don't exist, yeah. But uh, do you know? did you ever find out how to do it? Because there's actually a trick to it. Anyone can rip a yellow pages in half. Well, half tear half the pages inside. No, no, no. You bend the uh, pages into a, a V shape. And as you do so, it forces air between the paper and it tears very easily. It was all a con. Bend the pages into a V-shape. Yeah, so, you bend- so you've got a point. Yeah, point, yeah. And it puts air down that point all the way down every single page, which means that yeah. when you tear, there's separate there's air gaps between each page. Mm. So anyone can tear yellow pages in half. Well, I remember the wrestlers uh, opening up the yellow pages and showing everybody that they were just as they were and as thick. No, no, You as you grab the hold of them... You bend them, put your two thumbs together to cause a point, and then tear, and it tears in half. So, when you get hold of the yellow page, the old one, which was thick, yeah, like the telephone directory, a thing of the past, and lots of people listening won't even know what they were, but they were, yeah. Well, anyway, um, so that was before you had a memory in your phone. That was before you had a phone, uh, and you you bet. So what you you. You had to bend each individual page? No, no. You grab the yellow pages. Imagine you've got a virtual yeah, yellow page. I've got page the yellow hand, pages, right? yeah. You're holding it at the top, and you're about to rip it down, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I am. Right? Yes, I am. Put your two thumbs together in the middle. Two thumbs together in the middle. As if yeah. you look like you're sort of trying to climb a wall, if you know what I mean, pulling yourself up. So you've got your, hands, your fingers over the edge, and your two yeah. thumbs on the back part of the yellow pages. Put your two thumbs yeah. together. Push yeah. your two thumbs so the yellow pages bends. Hang on, I'm going to go and find something to rip up. And then tear. Um, uh, that's an atlas, I better not tear that up. Uh, just, just, anyway, so yeah, so you put your two thumbs together. Oh, some paper in the uh, printer here. Push it. What? <laughs> paper in the printer's not going to be thick enough, but yeah. Put, push your two thumbs forward, causing yeah. a V in the uh, yellow pages, and tear. Mm. And because of the air that you've created between each page... It tears very as if you're just tearing a single sheet of paper. Obviously, it's a little bit tough, but it's nowhere near. Well, yeah, near. I was going to say, I would have thought that, you know, it still takes a pretty 
strong bloke to do it. Well, no, I used to do it when I was about 11 years old as a magic trick. It's one of Did those. You? Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's one of them things you, you learn when you do magic. I've just given a magic secret away. But you'll never, ever be invited to be a member of the um, uh, round, uh, not the round table. Um, the magic circle. It? Magic circle. I have been to the magic circle. I went three times, and I'm Did trust, you? trust me, that they're the most. Oh, you don't want to join the magic circle. Well, it's a bit like all these people who are involved in radio. You know, the radio organisations who give out awards and things like that. I've never met a duller bunch in my life. Dull, 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 dull. And by the way, if you're listening, I don't want to be a judge in any award ceremony either. Thank you. I was taught by Paul Daniels himself. Well, there we are. You couldn't get better than that, could you? You can't, sadly, no. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. Uh, Where are we up to now? Because I have lost it, and I think we've nearly got to the end of the programme. Oh, can I praise BT? Why, are they threatening to sue you as well? No, about two o'clock in the morning, my broadband went off the other night. Mm. Oh, talk about it. Yeah, go on, carry on, talk to yeah. you. And, and it came up with an 0800 number, um, a genuine one from my router, not one of these fake ones. So I, I rang BT at two o'clock in the morning. They answered the phone within about four rings, and within 15 minutes, they'd found the problem at the exchange and fixed it. Really? Yeah. Well done to BT. Now, I've just got an email from BT, but it always worries me when they come up on my phone saying, this message is from a mailing list. Oh. It says, you are now eligible for an exclusive upgrade that we think you'll like. We're offering you our best, most reliable broadband connection yet for just £2.50 extra a month with Superfast Fibre Plus. I thought I had it, but there we are. You'll get lots of great added benefits as a BT Plus customer, like our Keep Connected promise to get you back online quickly in the unlikely event you ever have to report a fault. Maybe that's what I'm on. So is it worth doing? Well, if that's what I was on, then yeah, within 15 minutes I was back online. I wonder how you do it. Find out more. Hang on. You don't think this is a con, then? You think this is a real thing? I wouldn't trust it, no. Why not? Well, just if you want to inquire about things like that, you phone them yourself. You don't ever respond to what's in front of you. No. Okay. This is, it says, login, BTID. This is usually your email address. Password, no idea what that is. Forgotten your login details? Sounds like a scam to me. Does it? All right. It's going. it does. It does. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. BT Broadband, now bugger off. Right. There we go. Okay. Films? Good. Films, yeah. <clears throat> uh, definitely go and see Bohemian Rhapsody, one of the best films I've seen this year. Really? Mm. That's what I'm told by all the people who went to the premiere, but I wasn't able to go. It's very good. Uh, okay. Can you get me a private show? I don't want to be in with those people with their bloody kids running around and eating popcorn everywhere. I'll have a chat with my friends at Cineworld, see if I can get you in by yourself. Okay. I'm not going to do it now, though. I'm, I'm no, no, I didn't want you to do it now, but I might find somebody I, I could take with me. I've not had a snog in the cinema for years. I'm not volunteering myself. No, I don't want you. That's not very nice, is it? Can well, I'm sorry, but, you know. Anyway, can we get on with this? Because um, what else have you got? Uh, £50 notes. Who do you think should be on a £50 note? Me. <laughs> are you a scientist, are you? 
What's it got to do with a scientist? Apparently it has to be a scientist. Well, bollocks to that. In, in with a chance still with Margaret Thatcher, she was a scientist. Yeah, well, I think everything should be Margaret Thatcher. I assume that was who you would want as an alternative to yourself. Yeah, 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 of course. If it can't be me, it should be her. Rumour is she invented soft scoop ice cream. Margaret Thatcher. Apparently when she worked at... Good Li- girl. Lions. You go, girl. You go. Right, come on. I've got to go out in a minute. Wales Mail, you can do Wales Mail. Oh, yeah. We had a, if you want to get in touch, you, you want to uh, praise, heap praise on this um, this missive, uh, then all you have to do is uh, email me at jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. What is it? jameswhaleradio at gmail.com is what you just said. jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Just send us uh, an email to that. Some people say we should only do a 10-minute podcast. I don't think that's right, is it? Uh, well, if if this one was anything to go by, it would be 10 minutes of you telling your dogs to be quiet, and then the end. Well, yeah, yeah. You can just listen in 10-minute chunks anyway. Well, that's what podcasts are for. Yeah. <clears throat> Anthony Whitehead has sent us a message. Um, James, huge fan of the podcast. I first started, well, until this one, I first started listening to you on BBC Radio Kent when you did the 10 till 2 slot on a Saturday morning. As I'm only 22... Therefore, a millennial. Since then, I have listened back to all your podcasts, caught up with your television shows, and I can't wait to read your book. Oh, good. Well, you can you can download the book. You can download the audio version of the book. Uh, please come back to Radio Kent. Uh, I was on BBC Radio Kent the other day, filling in for uh, what's his name, Lembit and Nosmik, who does a show on a weekend political show. Um, I won't say the bit you don't like about what's his name, uh, but I quite agree anyway. Um, on a side note, I too live in the Garden of England, and I am hoping one day to stumble across your local, as I would love to pick your brains on the incredible stories you have. My local uh, is in Hucking. I know Hucking. I don't live far from Hucking, so who knows? I might be in there one day. Um, and he says, keep up the fantastic work. Oh, by the way, that goes for you too, Rob. I just let himself down slightly there, but never mind. Here's one that's more for you, Mr. P. Black. I was just listening to your podcast, number 212, which happens to feature one of my many historically great show intros, where you were talking about a Welsh swear word. When I laughed so much that a piece of food shot out of my mouth and hit a Ming vase on my shelving unit, which then fell off and broke. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my golly gosh. Ming vase is worth a lot of money, you know. I will be sending you a bill for £20,000,000 for being so funny. Also, the piece of food happened to be my last king prawn from my Indian takeaway that I had been saving for at least 20 minutes. So further damages for psychological damage may also be sought. Keep up the good work. P. Black. Right, well, you can deal with that one. I've uh, the, Anthony, uh, the, the first uh, person, he bought a copy of a book. I, I remember going to the post office the other day. All oh, right, well, I hope he's got it. Let us know. If not, then whoever took it to the post office, and we all know who that was, will get a big bollocking. I'll inject my own bollocks, thank you very much. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the bollock. If you inject the bollock, you will be in even more trouble. It's the shaft. Inject the shaft, not the bollocks. Is that your uh, top tip? Yeah. And I can't think of a more painful place to inject, to be honest with you. Uh, the tip, I think, where you'll find would be the uh, 
the most painful place to inject. Have you never had any uh, cameras stuck down there? No, I've not had any cameras stuck down there yet. I'm oh, sure that's going to come. I have. When, I, when I was being investigated for, for my kidney cancer, um, I, the, the consultant wanted to look into my bladder and they put a big tube down the end of it. And uh, you don't feel it, but my golly, your eyes water. And there's a nurse there holding your hand saying, it's all right, don't worry. Everything will be fine. Just breathe deeply. And there's absolutely no sexual feeling at all, at all going on. None whatsoever. Hello, dogs. They've come back. Are we ready for questions for the whale? Yeah, as long as there's nothing smutty. I don't like to do smutty stuff, all right? I'll have a quick scan. I can't see anything smutty so far. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, okay, here we are. These are the questions that have been worrying you over the week, and these are the answers that you need to know. Take it away. Uh, Dan Saunders. Do I have to wait for you to read the question this long? Because I can't believe that somebody of your age, their reading ability is that of a 12, well, no, four-year-old. I think you'll find it's eight, and I have the certificate to prove it because I was tested. Read the question, please. Come on. Well, I was waiting for it. When I say a name, usually you go, mm. Dan. and then Hello, I... Dan. Right. Okay, now, have you learnt the question? Uh, I've, I've learnt the question, yes. yes I've, okay, I've, right, I've off you go. Here we go. Dan Saunders. Hello, Dan. Yeah. Hello, uh, Dan. That's, 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 you've done Hello, it. Dan. Yeah. You can do that all the way through. I'm going to read. No, no, no. It's just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I'm not editing that out. <clears throat> of course you are. Uh, why aren't the councils sucking up all the fallen... Fallen, fallen, fallen... See, I've screwed up. Look, give me... Hang on. Let me get these questions up on my computer, because this is just ridiculous. I can't... I can't say... Right, Dan that? Saunders. Hello, Dan. Um, why aren't the councils sucking up the fallen leaves and putting it into biofuel? There must be millions of tonnes out there ripe for the picking. Um, I don't know why they're not doing that, Dan, and it's a very, very good point. Maybe they should be. What annoys me, Dan, is this... Why do the council workers come along with those big blowers and blow all the leaves away? Because all that happens is that when the wind blows, it blows them back again. A completely useless and total waste of money. Thank you. Can I do the next one now, then? Okay. Oh, it's Mandy Holgate. I know Mandy. I did a programme for BBC Essex from her home on Mersey Island. Hello, Mandy. Sister Mandy, that you said her kitchen was shit. That's a very good memory, isn't it? Mm. I don't think I said Mandy, excuse me, I don't think I said her kitchen was shit. I think you said, isn't it about time you updated your kitchen? She said, my husband did it about a month ago. Yeah, well, there we are. I didn't use the S-H-I-T word, did I? I was working on the BBC at the time, and I just was making friendly comments about her. Anyway, never mind about that. Mandy, give me a call. <laughs> Monday night from 7. Uh, is it wrong to turn the lights off and hide at the back of the house on Halloween? No, Mandy. I thought you were going to ask me a question of whether it was wrong to turn the lights out, and then I was going to wonder turning the lights out for what? If you've had fillers, you'd want to show it off, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's not. And I always, uh, I always make sure the lights aren't on, and I put um, put barbed wire up around my uh, my f my fence and my gate on Halloween. Anyway, I go out for a meal. Yeah. Don't well, you? I was working anyway, so I left a couple of booby traps in case people wanted to walk up the drive. Uh, Steve Gurcher Brown. Gurcher. 
Uh, are oranges the only fruit? Yes, Steve. I think they are. Uh, Paul Mungle. Should the sale of fireworks be restricted only to organised events and not sold to the general public unless they can prove they are running said organised events? Absolutely. I cannot understand why, particularly in these times of uh, terrorist troubles, we allow explosives to be sold in supermarkets. I think it's ridiculous. One sparkler per person, that is it. I wouldn't even allow that, but go on. You've got to have sparklers for birthday parties and stuff to put in the uh, Sundays and stuff, haven't you? No, you haven't. No? No. Gotta, you gotta give them the sparkler is, a, is incredibly hot. If you get a burn from a sparkler, it will go straight through you. That is true, actually. Yeah, let's ban sparklers as well, then. Yep. Tinsel. Replace sparklers with tinsel. Put tinsel in I, your, I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. And fairy uh, dust. And fairy dust, yes. Uh, yeah. Nikki Louise. Hi, Nick. How can I be terrorised by my next-door neighbour and yet feel like a victim when it comes to the police? I have no idea, but the police are not doing their job properly, and you should complain. And you should complain to the police and crime commissioner's office in your area. Chris Beddows. Is there really poverty in our country? And how do we define it? Can you have Sky TV, drink and smoke, and yet still profess to be poor? No, not really. But there is poverty in this country, and there are some people living in the most appalling uh, sorts of accommodation. You would be surprised. Some people who even prefer to sleep on the streets because the accommodation is so bad. But there are lots of people, Chris, who moan about being poor, yet have bigger televisions than I... You're fighting again. Having bigger televisions than I have, and also uh, uh, go on more holidays. Well, I haven't been on a holiday this year, it has to be said. Well, go on. Last one now. We've got any more? Yeah. Uh, Doug Patterson. Why don't we legalise prostitution, use the tax from it to get straight into the funding of the police, and legalise cannabis to go into the NHS? Uh, well, that would be my view. That would be the sensible view. But unfortunately, you have an enormous moral majority uh, driven by their religious beliefs who still insist on inflicting their beliefs on everybody else. Uh, you're not going to get rid of uh, of drugs. People take drugs for all kinds of reasons. You would be able to control it if it was legalized. In my view, this is my view, uh, and if you have other views, please get in touch and tell them. Uh, prostitution, the oldest um, profession, uh, you're not going to stop either. So it might as well be controlled, and then you're quite right. Taxes would come from it, and uh, it could... You know, we're going to get into so much trouble. People are going to think I'm encouraging dog fighting. I don't think there are any videos out where Bichons. Don't you try and be like a bull. T- I don't, no, don't chew that just because you're. F- Sorry, right. No, 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 no. No, you get overexcited, you go and chew things. Right, I've got to go. Listen, uh, apologies for the dogs making so much noise and so much fuss, but um, hey-ho. Hey-ho. Hey-ho, got to go. Uh, have a lovely time. Don't forget, check out the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, right, I've got to go and take the dogs out. Okay. Um, I will talk to you later. Okay. I'm uncoupling myself. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.